You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want him to go number one in the draft. As long as I go number one in the draft, I sign the biggest contract I can. I lost the number one draft pick the night before the draft! I dropped six rounds in the draft because of that. Ladies, gentlemen, hello. Welcome to the bonus draft episode. Today, what we're going to do is we're going to do a seven-round Green Bay Packers mock draft. Um, And this is going to be what I want. We're not going to talk about the Packers taking edge rushers and all that garbage. Um, I shouldn't say that. We're going to take an edge rusher. He's going to be fantastic. It's going to be Rashawn 2.0. He's going to be better than Rashawn. We're going to be like, dude, Rashawn, up your game, bro. But that doesn't change the fact that at this current moment in time, that is not my favorite thing in the world to do. This will be a live mock draft, uh, which means a couple things. Number one, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I do have some of my favorite guys. I might make some bad decisions, and I'm probably going to tell you about them live here. It also means that once we get to a certain point, probably the fourth or fifth round or so, maybe maybe a little bit later because some of these guys will fall, but at some point, fifth round doesn't matter, I guess, at some point... I'm going to have to start looking at prospects, which is great because that's what I wanted to do anyways. So I've got my list of guys that um, you recommended to me, a bunch more that were just recommended to me, which is fantastic. So when we get to that point, I will um, refer to this list and we'll go from there. Okay. Okay. Oh, and then the other thing is, yes, we're going to be doing, I'm not planning on doing trades, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't want to be unreal. I feel like trades sometimes, because these these simulators, I think, give people unrealistic thoughts about how things work or whatever, and it gets too maddeny. Like, I'm going to trade back two spots, and then two spots, and then two spots, and then two spots, and then two spots, and in the end, I traded back like 10 spots, but I got like 75,000 picks, and I'm just, I'm just going to tear everything up. So I don't want to try to be too unrealistic, but I do want to include that because it's certainly an option. It's funny because I've, I've been... Um, Kind of so-so on, you know, whether or not we should trade back. It's like, eh, I don't really know. But, man, just thinking about what you could do with another second. Hmm. We'll take it nice and slow. We'll see how she goes. I will say this, though. I don't really see a scenario where I want to trade up. But we'll we'll take it again. We'll take it slow. We'll see how it is. All right, so I'm not going to do this for every round. But since it's the first round, we have some interest. Um, I'm using PFF. I haven't used them before until I realized that I have an account with them. And so I actually don't have to pay extra for this. 
I really like the way that they have the setup. They've got all these different sliders where you can kind of pick things. But anyways, um, I, I, I did this podcast with another mock draft simulator, and it was so stupid. Like, nothing made any sense. But, um, yeah, so it goes Bryce, then C.J. Stroud, then Will Anderson, Will Levis, Jalen Carter, Tyree Wilson. All of that is, with the exception of Tyree Wilson to the Lions, first of all, it's perfectly fine with me, but also it's kind of as expected. You know what sucks about PFF's thing? And I think I said this before, you can't see the big board when before you're picking. So I guess we won't be doing a lot of trade-ups unless I just happen to know something off the top of my head, but I won't because I can't see the freaking big board. But anyways, I'm going to upset a lot of people here because Jackson Smith and Jigba and Bijan Robinson, Dalton Kincaid, all these guys are here, but I'm not going that direction. Um, now, here's kind of the thing. I kind of want to trade back a little bit, but... When I did this before <laughs> on the part of the podcast that got deleted and restarted with a new simulator, which I'm about to do again because I can't see a friggin' big board, I traded back and instantly the two guys I wanted went, and that's Broderick Jones and Darnell Wright. And then it's kind of like, well, I don't really like this spot anymore either. But the appeal of picking up another second round pick is exciting. So I want to at least play with it. How funny would it be if we traded back with the Jets? <laughs> Just to recoup that value. But I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to get their second second round pick, the Seattle Seahawks, and see if they'll go for it. Trade back to 20. Accepted. So we'll see if I get my tackles. Stupid Jets took one of them. They got Darnell Wright. So we got four more picks before we're up. We'll see if we can get our last tackle. Nope. Broderick Jones went to the Steelers. Dang it, man. I guess that strategy just doesn't work, man. Those tackles just go. <sighs> All right. Well, we got, uh, we got the tight ends. I could just go Dewan Jones because I really like Dewan. Nobody else does, but I like him. You know what? This is supposed to be a for me mock. One of my favorite guys in this draft is Will McDonald. So I'm doing it. Fingers crossed for Dewan, but he won't be there. Tight ends are flying off the board in the first round. There goes the wide receivers. Quentin Johnson at 2019. Brian Brzee at 30. The last pick. Emmanuel Forbes. We're holding in there. Hanging in. Anton Harris. There goes a tackle. I think he's next on the list. Keely Ringo. Don't care. Come on. Keep going. Keon White. Yeah, take those edge rushers, man. Jameer Gibbs, 38 for the, let's see. Oh, there goes DeWan to the stupid Raiders. I hate that team so much. Oh, this is a heartbreaker, man. Well, I, I can tell you right now, I'm, well, so we've got 42 and 45. I'm tempted to risk it and assume Sam Laporta makes it to 45, but I'm also just very tempted to take him right here and right now. I'd love to take Mingo, but just based on the way that this board is, I think he's probably going to make it to the third round. Oh, wait, I got 52, too. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going Sam Laporta. All right, so we got Jack Campbell, and then uh, Tommy Adebowale went, but that's fine because, you know. So wide receivers, I'm not super worried because uh, I think I, I mean, Tillman, Rasheed Rice, and Mingo, I really like, and they're way down the list here. And so um, this is kind of an easy decision for me, I think. I'm looking at tackle, safety, defensive tackle. I don't really like any of the defensive tackles a ton. Curious what I said about Keanu Benton, so we're going to go find out. Interesting little tidbit for you. If you go to packernet.substack.com, you can find out exactly what my thoughts are on some of these players. Because I put together a handy-dandy little resource guide. Uh, the article is called NFL Draft Prospects Unveiled, and etc., etc. The robot came up with it. I told him to make it kind of click clickbaity and whatnot. But the point is, it's just a list of names. Each name has a link. You click on the name, you click on the link, and it'll take you to the audio snippet of my thoughts of those guys. So I'm curious what I said about uh, Benton. But uh, here is what I had to say. Here we Mind. go. Mind. 
Yep. You know, and now I, I do remember Mr. Benton. I'll tell you what, I like him, man. He, he is a violent person. He's one of those guys that a um, little bit unrefined. The Ohio State game was rough. Um, I mean, look, those those are all NFL starters on that offensive line. Whipler or whatever at center. That dude's going pretty early next year. But, um, look, he's not going to be – well, I shouldn't say he's not going to be. He he could be whatever, you know, potentially train him up or whatever. But as he is right now, he's one of those guys that I see as kind of like a grenade. He's going to blow some stuff up. He is powerful. He is strong. But he's relatively unrefined. And the fact of the matter is you look at guys like in that Ohio State game, and, and it's not that they're bigger or stronger necessarily. They had better technique. We- All right, good enough. We don't need the whole thing. All right, so that's what I said about – so now I'm a little bit torn because I know I don't like a lot of defensive tackles. We have two picks. I like Cody Bonk out of North Dakota State. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. I like Keanu Benton, and I think there's only like one other defensive tackle I like, so we could hold out and hope that he's there. But I also really want a safety but I like several of them. I think I'm going to take Cody because I don't think there's a ton of tackles that I'm in love with, so I'm just going with Mr. Cody Mock out of North Dakota State. All right, next up we got pick 52. Nobody that I really wanted is gone, which actually includes Keanu Benton. The question is, though, who's going to make it to 78? And I think the guy that if I don't take Jonathan Mingo, I'm going to be really upset. I wonder if I trade back if I could get in the range of getting both Jonathan Mingo and Moro Ojomo, because that would be super dope, but then I don't have a safety. But J.L. Skinner and Jair Brown are both well within the range of my next pick. So I think, again, I'm cheating by looking at the big board that everybody is beholden to, but I think that's going to be my move. Yeah, there's no real good trade partners. All right, I just got to make a decision here. I got to do it. I, I just got to go with my guy. You know what guy, Jonathan Mingo. All right, so that's it for a while. We got to kick back and wait until pick 78. Uh, We will sit and weep as guys go. Uh, Tillman went to the Lions, but we already got the wide receiver thing figured out. That's not that big of a deal. Benton finally went to the uh, Chiefs. It's fallen pretty nicely for me. Didn't really lose anybody. So I really like Sidney Rice, the safety. The other thing that's ridiculous is that I cannot find who I picked. (laughs) He's seriously not going to show me. But anyways, um... 
Sidney Brown is the top guy that's available that I like. Tank Bigsby is also here, as is Moro Ojomo. But I'm going Sidney Brown, safety out of Illinois. We don't pick again until 116, so again, it's going to be a little bit of a hop-skip jump. But I feel like at this point, we've got a safety. We could probably grab another one if any of those guys are still available. And that's sort of the other thing. You know what, though? What if I didn't do that and I went Moro Ojomo instead? Because I really like some of the safeties that are later. I think I'm going to do that. I'm just going to go Moro Ojomo here. Probably dumb, but I don't care. I'm doing it. So we've got our defensive tackle, edge rusher, wide receiver, tight end, tackle. I think that's it. Sidney Brown, obviously. Whipler and Sidney Brown went immediately, but they weren't going to make it. Who else went that I like? Oh, Jair Brown went? Are you serious? No, that still leaves J.L. Skinner and Chris Smith. I actually think I'm going to go with Christopher Smith. I like Skinner, but Smith has been my guy for a long time. I don't necessarily know he'll make it to our next pick. We definitely need a safety. Maybe we can double up and get Skinner and Smith. Maybe we'll get lucky and Skinner will fall. We'll see. <laughs> Skinner went like two picks later. Well, whatever. I'm glad I got my safety. Rashawn Johnson went. I like him running back. Tank Bigsby just went. My rather running back I like. I don't know right. I think we got most of our... Dwayne McBride went. He's pretty solid. Israel Labanacanda, running back that we talked about. So right now I'm torn because there are two guys here that I know I like, but I'm not sure which direction to go. Should we take a second wide receiver in Bryce Ford Wheaton or a running back in Israel Abanacanda? There is a slight chance that Bryce Ford Wheaton makes it to us at pick 207, but it's a pretty low chance. Um, I kind of just feel like at this point you're going to be able to find committee back types, although probably not nearly as good as Israel Abanacanda. So I'm going to take the upside with Bryce Ford Wheaton, who is just an absolute freak show, monster, huge human being, very willing blocker. What is he, like? 6'3", 220 or something. Runs stupid fast. So that's what we're doing. Mr. Bryce Ford Wheaton. Wide receiver out of West Virginia. Oh man, a Banacanda made it all the way to... Uh, I thought he was going to fall. He made it to the 185-ish. That's pretty wild. Should have traded up and got him, but uh, you know, whatever. Alright, so we're at the back of the sixth round now. The question is, are there anybody... Is there anybody left we've even seen? There are quarterbacks. Jake Hayner, Clayton Toon. I just got to remember which one I liked more. Not that I'm 100% doing that, but I'm just saying. You know what? I have not... Well, we can save that for later. Yeah, he'll still be there. I wonder about Evan Hull. I'm pretty sure I watched him. All right, so I went and listened to what I had to say about Hull. Essentially, he's fine. Decent amount of power, decent receiver, but everything I said just felt a little bit slow, a half a step slow, which I don't necessarily love. Uh, that may be our best option, but let's continue looking. Yeah, we might be getting into uh, check some guys out territory. I, so one of the guys that I've been looking at, we do need potentially some interior offensive line help. Um, somebody had requested Antonio Maffi, and I do see him sitting here staring me in the face. He has been for some time. Actually, John Gaines is higher, and two people requested him. So I'm going to check out John Gaines, who's actually both of them. They're both at UCLA, so I'll just watch them both. Actually, what am I doing? This This is a simple thing. I keep forgetting this is about just get all the guys you like. As far as I know, there's one guy that I really, really like who's probably going to be available, but I don't care, and that's Hunter Lipke. I think he's fantastic. I like the way he plays. I mean, he just looks like a fullback. He plays like a fullback. He's mean. He just wants to plow into stuff, but he's also a good blocker, a good receiver. Plays running back, fullback, H-back, tight, you know, split out wide, inline tight end. Very versatile guy. I'm all about it. 
Well, I have been at this entirely too long, ripping through tons of prospects, um, all of which I don't like, but I came to a conclusion. <laughs> there is a guy I like. Hilariously, it mimics our first pick. It is edge rusher out of Iowa State, MJ Anderson. Um, honestly, at this point, it really is just coming down to watching different prospects and finding guys that I like. Been watching a lot of safeties and whatnot and all different kinds of stuff, and I just am not liking anybody. And then I came across that guy, and I went and I looked at him in the Beast, which he's actually in there, which is a perk, but um, Dane Brugler does not like the guy at all. Has him as a priority uh, free agent. A bunch of, there's some other guys, he's got like fourth round grades on him, like, who's a steal, but I don't like him, so I'm not taking him. But um, yeah, MJ Anderson, it, it's one of those things where, I don't know if you ever experienced it, but you watch a prospect and you instantly like them and you don't really know why. I mean, maybe maybe you can figure it out, maybe you can't. But, you know, it's like all the negatives that you could say about this guy are the same as some of the negatives I've said about other guys that I just don't want anything to do with. But there's just something about the way this dude plays. He is a very big edge rusher, 6'2", 270 pounds. He looks like he's 290 for some reason. I don't know why. It's very weird. And he kind of plays like it. But he is just a freaking wrecking ball. And then, you know, in the later round, sixth, seventh round, I don't mind the guys that are straight up wrecking balls. It's like, yeah, he needs refinement. No, I don't care. It's a seventh round pick. Go blow some stuff up. But the good news is, again, although I haven't mentioned it to you, at least I've gone through some prospects, so I've got them ready to rock and roll for the, the, the stream tomorrow. If, well, not tomorrow. We're not, hopefully not drafting any of these guys tomorrow, but eventually. Anyways, I have been doing this for several hours. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, I found some people I like. What, what we're going to do first... Uh, because the quarterbacks are all gone except one at this point. I am going to draft Mr. Tyson Bajant. Um, I have not watched him. There is no tape on Tyson. I will make that my priority first thing in the morning, but I am a big fan of his dad. Have been for a long time. Why is that happening so late? Um, World-renowned arm wrestler. Mean, scary, trash-talking son of a gun. And I think it'd be pretty cool to have him. So we're going to do that. With our next pick, we are going to draft kicker Jake Moody. Top kicker on the board. You know, because we need a kicker. And then with the um, final pick at pick 256, I found a guy um, by the name, another wide receiver, by the name of Malik Knowles. I am passing over Nico Remigio. I apologize, Jersey Mike. He is the third from the bottom, <laughs> rank uh, 356. But first and foremost, special teams. Um, he's mostly a returner. I really had a hard time finding anybody that was just good on special teams as a gunner, this, that, or the other thing. But um, anyways, a really solid kick returner, uh, six foot two, about 200 pounds, 22 years old. Not the best route runner I've ever seen in my life, but I do like the physicality. I like the blocking. I like how he fights through contact. I like, he, like how he fights through tackles. So um, as the final pick in the draft, I think I'm good with it. So that wraps it up with Will McDonald, Sam Laporta, Cody Mock, Jonathan Mingo, Moro Ojomo, Christopher Smith, Bryce Ford Wheaton, Hunter Lipke, MJ Anderson, Tyson Bajant, Jack Moody, and Malik Knowles. Now, before we wrap this up, I'm sure you won't remember, so I'll, I'll put this on the Twitter as you can go uh, figure it out. My son did his seven-round mock draft. He went and looked at the top ten at every single position. He graded every single one of them. 
we decided we both decided to be a good idea to just do highlights because you know he's eight sit around watching wide receivers during run plays gets to be a little bit old it's like let's just get to the plays but anyways here is his full seven round mock draft felix and udike uzama josh downs joe tipman uh guard center whatever tucker craft tight end brandon joseph safety zach evans running back jaron hall quarterback Cameron Leitu, tight end. Carter Warren, offensive tackle. Bryce Ford Wheaton, wide receiver. Jared Clark, defensive line. I'm not going to lie. He might have had a better draft than I did. But anyways, them's the two. Um, Very early, but these are really unusual circumstances. I was planning on still doing tomorrow's podcast, but I guess this just is going to become tomorrow's podcast. Very short little bonus episode. Um and then uh, things are going to be a little weird after that tomorrow as well. There probably will not be any Packernet after dark because I'm going to be up doing the live stream. And um, immediately after, we'll probably have to record maybe just like, a, like this, like a bonus episode. We'll talk about who they picked and all that kind of stuff. That'll be how that works for about three days because this is just an absolute grind with the draft. So the, the podcast content will be there but it will not be as plentiful as it has been recently. But man, oh man, as of your listening to this, we have, uh, what, 12-ish hours? Crazy, crazy. But uh, be sure to join into the live stream. We'll be posting it all over the place. It'll be on the Packernet Podcast YouTube channel, so go subscribe to that. Uh, Clayton will have it streamed to his YouTube channel, I believe, which will be Packers Total Access. It'll be streamed, I believe, on Twitter. And I think in the Facebook group, Facebook page, although that's been acting kind of weird lately, we'll see. I will do my best. But come hang out with us. We'll have a good time. You guys have a good one. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.